welcome to Beer Mail episode number 11 of... Brutal Battle. So, I know we had said at the conclusion of the last Beer Mail episode that if we're doing more in the future, most likely it would have to do with Kyle Norman. And here we are. Yes. And that's exactly. It's like we can see the future beer-wise. And yes. I I mean, there, there are certain things that are always constant in the world. Change and Kyle Norman giving us beer whenever we see him. Yeah. So, yeah. So for that reason, we have some beers lined up right here, and we're just going to go through them and talk about them. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this lineup. It looks good. It does look and, good. And uh, let's just get into it. Thank you, Kyle Norman. So the first one, all of them are 16-ounce cans except for the first one. The first one's a 12-ounce, and I'm going to let Rebecca introduce this beer. Okay. It is by Brewdog? Yes. Is this a collab? Yes, with a band. Ghostwalker? What? Or Lamb of God? Lamb of God. Lamb of God is the band. Yes. I've never they're, heard of them. They're heavy clearly. metal. That's okay, why. That's, that's why, why I've you... never heard of them. Yeah. So it's a collab between Brewdog and Lamb of God, and the beer is called Ghostwalker. What's the ABV? And... Oh. It is a near beer. It is a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. Yeah, and that's why we have five beers on this episode, because the first one is a non-alcoholic beer. So the reason this came about is Kyle Norman bought this because I was texting with him when I was starting to put everything together with doing the uh, blind tastings of the non-alcoholic beers we did two episodes on. And so he was like, this is getting me curious about non-alcoholic beer. So I was telling him I was also looking at BrewDog. But they didn't have enough of a variety for me to throw it into our episodes. So he was just like, I'm just going to order some of what they have. And this was a this Ghost Walker was like a special release at that point. So he's like, I'm going to give this a shot. So he didn't tell me anything about it. I was going to say, did he tell you? No. No. So we'll just, you know. I'm assuming it's not that great. <laughs> because it's, um, you know, near beer. But, you know, you never know. You never know. I'm not going to force too much of it because we might not like it, but let's get into it. So this is my first time trying any BrewDog non-alcoholic beer, which, by the way, they have quite a few non-alcoholic beers, including a non-alcoholic stout, an IPA, and I think a pale ale, I want to say. Okay, so what is it looking like? It's like an IPA. Yeah. It's very orange. Yellow orange. Slightly hazy to it. Very carbonated. I'm getting lots of bubbles. Yeah, and they're really fine. Very, very fine bubbles. Smells good. It smells very good, actually. Smells really hoppy. Yeah. Nice citrus. Lots of grapefruit. It's like very, very bright grapefruit. Yeah. Grapefruit, orange. There's a little bit of a floral note going along with it, but a little grassy as well, but tons and tons and tons of grapefruit coming out of the nose. That's one of the best noses I've smelled, I think, on a non-alcoholic beer. If it tastes exactly like it smells, it would be amazing, but I'm assuming that's probably not the case. I don't know. This is actually not bad. Oh. Yeah, no. That... This might be one of the best non-alcoholic beers we've had. <laughs> yeah, that really isn't bad. Hmm. It's just very watery. Yeah, it's very thin, very watery, very light on the... Flavor, but the flip, although I'm getting everything that we got in the nose. Yeah, it's just like that, you know. It's really dialed down. Yeah, extremely, because once again, it's very watery, and it's taking a lot of those flavors down with it. 
Um, but I do, you know, taste a little bit of that grapefruit. I do get a decent bitterness to it that's kind of like a grapefruit peel. I do get that weird kind of plasticky note that you get in non-alcoholic really? beers. I'm not picking up on it. I get it, but it's super it's, low. Yeah. Very, very low key, and it's on the end of each sip. And it kind of folds a little bit into the bitterness there. Right. So, so for that reason, I think masked. you're not. Yeah, you're not perceiving it as much, but. Not bad. Yeah, actually, that's. It's not bad. Um, and this one is about uh, uh, about two and a half months in the can. Okay. So it's, um, yeah, but it's it's just basically like an IPA. So, non-alcoholic IPA. Yeah, not surprisingly. Not bad. I mean, I, I wouldn't seek it out, but it's, you know, if someone was like, here, drink this, I might drink it. I don't know. Depending on how these other beers are, we might not drink the rest of it, but we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, very excited for the next one for one big reason. We have had Kyle Norman providing us with quite a few Equilibrium beers. He's a big fan of Equilibrium. If people remember, he even gave us enough beers that we were able to do a brewery showcase, showcase. for it. Yeah. But the problem is we've only ever had hoppy beers from Equilibrium. And we've always been like, can we get something else from them? So here we are. We have Equilibrium's Henry Street Pills. And it is 4.5%. That's it. So not only are we finally getting something different from Equilibrium that's not hoppy, but we are getting a Pills, which we've been really yeah. digging Pills. Super light. Very excited. Ooh. Got some uh, 4.5% coming out. There you go. Thank you. What's it looking like? It's relatively orange. Yeah. It's orange like that Ghost Walker. Yeah, it looks very similar to the Ghost Walker, actually. But I'd say it's a little lighter on the orange. It is... Kind of the same haze level. Yeah. But it's got more of a head sitting on top of it, and it's more of like a mix of smaller and larger bubbles there. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That smells really crisp and really clean. And also bready. Yep. And it's got that very typical Pilsner malt type smell. (sighs) A little honey. Definitely a little bit of that hay note that we pretty Mm -hmm. much always get. Slight grass to yep. it as well, yep. so maybe there's like a little bit of light hopping in there, like a little, a little more serious than normal. Oh, and by the way, they are Equilibrium's out of Middletown, New York, and Brewdog is out of. They have a few locations, but oh my god, the writing on this, Winchester, Ohio. They have a few locations. So, all right, going in. Huh. Really honey. Yeah. So much honey in that. So I wasn't expecting that based off the nose because it's got way more of a mouthfeel than I was assuming. It does. It's not as clean. No, it's not clean. I'm not getting like a fresh crisp snap at the end like I was assuming based off the nose and like I honestly really like in Pilsner's. But that's not to say that this isn't good. It is good. It's just not what I expected from it. Yeah. I like it. It's kind of like, it just tastes, 
Now, don't take this in a bad way, but it tastes kind of muddy for a Pilsner. You know what mm, I mean? Okay, it's just not as clean. Right, yeah. It's just not as clean, crisp, refreshing. It's more of like a... It has all those flavors, but it's a little more muddy. It's like a little... It's a little thicker. Sticky. It's definitely thicker. Yeah. And that, that grassiness I said there was on the nose is there on the flavor. Like you said, there's a good amount of honey to it. Um, there is a slight kind of citrusy note, very, very light. And there's a, a bitterness. Yeah. There, well, there's actually a lot more bitterness than I thought there would be based on the nose or just the fact that it is a Pilsner, which I was very surprised about that, but it's not a problem. Ooh. I like it. I do too. It's good. We'll I was just that. very confused by it at first because I was like, this isn't what I assumed it would taste like. But it's good. Yeah. I dig it. It kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, places like when we've gone to, I know when we went to Diamondback that one time in Baltimore and we, they had like a, a, uh, unfiltered Pilsner kind of reminds me of that flavor wise. Um. Okay. So I know the next one, Rebecca is particularly excited yeah. about. So, oh, did you want to, you can go ahead and then I'll do the last two. Okay. This is by Lawson's Finest Liquids. It's Little Sip, and it is an IPA, 6.2%. So I believe this is one of the beers that you had seen on social media, Golden Crust Pizza and Red Lion had gotten, because they get Lawson's uh, pretty regularly. And you, I remember you seeing it and just being like, oh man, they got Little Sip. I wonder what that's like, because Rebecca's a fan of Sip of Sunshine yeah. and a bunch of Lawson stuff, really, so... She was like, ah, oh, we're not going to be able to get up there and get it. So she was pretty bummed. So when we met up with Kyle Norman and Kelly Norman in Fourscore, unfortunately, Olivia Norman was not with them. We missed you, Olivia. Just saying. Um, she got very excited when she saw that Kyle handed us some A beers. And she spotted it, like, immediately. Immediately, she was like, oh, Little Sip. And he was like, just, oh, yeah. It's just such a cute name, too. Little Sip. Little Sip. Little I always want to say that when I, it's like, um, from Rick and Morty, we're like, little bits, like, little sad. Anyway. Yes, I'm excited for this. So this should really be like a, I guess, kind of a dialed back version of, um, Sip of Sunshine, is my guess. And they've done a decent amount of beers that are kind of, uh, riffing off of Sip of Sunshine since it's so popular. And rightfully so, because Sip of Sunshine, very good. Found it on the podcast a few times. Okay, so... (laughs) Looks the same. But lighter. It it literally, like, the hazy level is the same as the first two beers, pretty much, but it looks even lighter orange than the previous one, which looked even lighter orange than the one before that. So that's kind of weird. But yeah, it has a decent head the way I poured it. Hmm. Mm. That's a... Very delicate nose. It is. It's, it, I'm getting like some mango and pineapple. Mm, that's a really good call. Yeah, I really, yep. Right right on the nose there. I agree with that. Mango and pineapple. And that, yeah, oh man. It's, it's more like the mango is kind of like a bottom layer and the pineapple like hits you first. Uh, it, it's kind of like if you're making like a fruit salad and, and you're doing it in mm-hmm. layers and the mango's the bottom and the pineapple's the top. And you, so you taste the pineapple first, then you get the mango, but then since the pineapple is a stronger flavor, 
then it comes back mm-hmm. at the end. So that's kind of how I'm smelling it. It's like a citrusy, tropical. I mean, there is that very, like, kind of sticky lupulin nose to mm-hmm. it as well, where it's a little bit kind of resinish. We're just like, ah, oh, that's the sweet, sticky lupulin. Uh, makes my mouth water. It smells really mm. good. Tastes really good. Ooh, yeah. Tastes exactly like it smells. There's a um, mm. decent bitterness. Mm-hmm. Kind of, again, well-balanced. There's a pretty decent sweetness to it as well, mm-hmm. which is making me see it as kind of like a liquefied hop candy is kind of how it's coming off, but not, you know, like crazy sweet. It's not offensive. It's not no. like over the top. It's just like citrusy sweet. Yeah. This has, what, what's ABV on this? A 6.2? has a little bit more body to it than I was, I was assuming it would. Not saying there's a problem with that, but it's almost slightly syrupy. It is, which is kind of weird. Yeah, agreed. I wouldn't. I wouldn't assume that for the for six point two percent. So it's kind of messing with my head in that sense. But it's a tasty beer. So for that reason, really, like being called Little Sip, I think it's a little bit. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's a little bit of a misdirection in a way. It's not guiding you properly because you think that it's probably going to be, you know. Closer to like a session IPA, mm. way lighter, and it's not because that body is a little bit syrupy. The flavors are pretty, pretty decent, um, strength wise. Actually, I kind of feel like the the flavor is stronger than the nose, which doesn't happen that yeah, often. Agreed. It's usually the other way around, yeah. where it's like this big bold nose, and then the flavor underperforms. This is the opposite. It's like a, a lesser nose and the flavor Flavors, performs yeah. higher. That's interesting. Uh, I just realized because Carlin set out, the, set out the beers to warm up. And I said, we're doing five? <laughs> and I was like, we normally only do four. And he's like, yeah, we're just going to do five. Now I realized why, because of the near beer. Yes, because no alcohol. Well, not no alcohol, but it's 0. .5 or below. Cool. Yeah, so... There you go. And then I will be debuting the last two beers. The the next one is another one that I'm excited about because it's one of those where we've only had a particular type of beer or mostly a particular type of beer from that brewery. And Kyle Norman has gotten us something different. So we have had a decent amount of Alchemist, the Alchemist on the show. Thanks to Kyle Norman. He's got a hookup who goes up to Vermont a decent amount. That's why we also have the Lawsons on here and have had Lawsons on before from him. So he's got that hookup. So he has a pretty much, you know, steady stream of Vermont stuff. That's why he's given us a bunch of foam stuff as well. And we did a showcase for them. So the Alchemist, usually people are just getting their hoppy stuff. And we did a showcase for the Alchemist. And I think it was all hoppy stuff because that's all we got. So... Finally, we have something very different than what we've had from the Alchemist. This is their beer called Dark, and it is a Schwartz beer. So a dark lager, and it is 5.5% alcohol. I am very interested to see how the Alchemist yeah. does so, a Schwartz these beer. These have all been like lower ABVs. Yeah, which I dig. Big time. I love that. Keeping it sessionable, you know. Pour you first. It's dark. 
It looks, it looks very carbonated. Yes, it like, does. Like, overly so. As soon as I cracked the can open, it started having a bunch of head come through the top. And then when I'm pouring it, I mean, I pour agitated to get some extra CO2 out, but it's getting a lot larger on the head than it should be with that type of pour. So, um, but yeah, so the, the pour, the head is a little bit tan, which, you know, not a big surprise. Honestly, this looks pretty dark for it a short It looks really beer. dark. It looks like a porter stout. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the coloration-wise, totally like a porter or stout. You could, if you just gave this to, to me as a beer, don't let me smell it or taste it, and just be like, what do you think that is? I'd be like, yeah, porter or stout, because mm-hmm. that's definitely what it looks Stark. like. Especially with the head being kind of tan. So malty, so yeah. roasty. Mm, it's very, 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 very roasty. But I get that lager note of like a crisp, clean snap on the end of it. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It smells really good. That roast, the more I smell it too, is turning into like a light coffee. I was just going to say, I'm getting like, it. it, it is a little coffee-esque. And am I picking up on a little bit of like a, a hoppy character in there? Hmm. I do feel like I, I get a little bit more of a hoppy note to it than I would assume something like this would have. But that wouldn't surprise me for Alchemist. It smells really good. It smells like the most, like, robust, serious Schwartz beer I've ever smelled in my mm. life. It tastes so good. It's oh, like my gosh. Almost caramelly. Ooh. That's really nice. That's really nice. Hmm. Let's so, take a case of that. Yeah. It's Jesus. so... It's very roasty, very malty, a little bit of coffee, a little bit of chocolate. Yeah. And it's... It finishes with a hoppy character yeah. as well, which is very weird, and it seems like it would probably be out of place based off the rest of the flavor profile, but it's nice. It, it kind of, like, transitions to that in the end, and it just kind of, like, ends with this kind of light citrusy hum at the end of the beer. It's a really complex beer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of layers of flavor. Yeah. Kind of something in there for everybody. There's a lot going on in that. It was very good, though. It's not so much, like, clean and crisp and refreshing because it's a lot darker. It's a lot more serious flavor-wise. I think think it's crisp. hmm. I can see where it, it is a lager, but that's hard to pick up on through all those strong flavors. Not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's a very good thing. You could probably trick a lot of people into thinking this is an ale of sorts, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I, I'm very impressed with this. I mean, I assume good things from The Alchemist, but this has kind of gone above my expectations yeah. for Schwartz beer. Yeah, that's the best Schwartz beer I've ever had. I'll just say that. It's really good. Which I guess isn't like I was like, super how many have you had? I've, I've had an okay amount of Schwartz beers in my life, but that's really impressive, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's good. Really digging that one. Oh. Just the roast, the coffee, the chocolate, the carameliness that's coming through a little bit. Like mm-hmm. a little sweet, that citrusy kick at the end. Yeah, 
all that. So nice. Mm. Okay, and how we're going to end it is from a brewery that we haven't had anything from in quite some time. I don't know how we got a hold of this. Um, but it's a brewery we, we've had some beers on from from time to time, um, and we've liked them quite a bit. Uh, this beer, oh, is, only, is less than two months in the can. That's cool. So this is Westbrook Brewing, and Westbrook's out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. And this is their Citrus Redacted, which is an Imperial IPA brewed with citrus fruit. Just citrus fruit? Mm. Hmm, that could be a lot of different things. Yeah, it doesn't say what the citrus is. Is that the redacted part of it? Maybe it's the redacted part of it. Or maybe it was like some sort of swear word. It was like citrus shit beer. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. We'll find out. We'll, we'll see. I can't can't tell you the last time I had something hoppy from Westbrook. But, but I can't tell you the last time I had something from Westbrook. Yeah. It's been quite a while. But they typically do good stuff from what I remember. Okay, what does this look like? A little hazy. Whoa, very, very hazy. This is the haziest of all of them. Obviously not the dark, but yeah, very orange, very dark. It's got a decent white head sitting on top of it. It's, okay, I smell the citrus, but I also smell a bunch of pine. I smell a lot of pine. Yeah, like a lot, a lot, a lot of pine. It's so, um, citrus, though. resiny, syrupy. Yeah. This, okay, so. I'm not, I'm not getting the citrus. I get the citrus. It smells like orange juice. There's like an orange juice mixed with pine, lots of pine. Now, the pine character that's coming out of it is reminding me a lot of the old-school East Coast-style IPAs. Remember that? Like, East Coast-style IPAs, when that was a thing, and was called out as an East Coast IPA, were very piney. Like, they're usually pretty syrupy. They were very piney in flavor. East Coast IPA or West Coast IPA? East Coast. Oh, really? You don't remember that? For, like, a a year or two, probably more like two years... They were literally calling some beers East Coast, mm. an East Coast IPA. I don't remember that. To contrast the West, because the West was, you know, always going for those citrusy notes. So the East, they went for a lot of the pine. And prime example of it, On the Wings of Armageddon by DC Brow. That, done with Falconer's Flight strictly, just very, very piney characters. So it was beers like that and pretty syrupy. So that that's what that smells Reminds me of a lot. But then there's that citrus, that orange in there, too. But, yeah. It has a lot of bold flavors. Well, it's thick. It's really thick. It's very thick. What was the ABV? Eight? Yeah, eight and a half. Okay, I believe it. Not because of the alcohol that I taste, because I don't really taste alcohol. It's It's because of that. Yeah, it's so viscous. You got to chew it pretty much can't sip it (laughs) so gotta eat it this is what i would like people to think a hazy ipa is Mm. because there's like good flavor in there it doesn't taste gross and yeasty yeah it's not all nose and then there's no flavor to it really except bitter and yeasty garbage 
uh, this is what I want people to think is a hazy IPA. Because it looks hazy, right? Yeah. But it tastes like an actual IPA with bold, awesome flavors. It's good. Mm. I, you know, and it's weird because, yeah, there, just like in the nose, there is a lot of pine in the flavor. But I'm really liking that. Because it hits you really hard with the pine up front, and then it kind of mellows out a little bit with yeah. that orangey, or like that orange juice type flavor. So then it's still there at the end, but it's lessened a lot. It's okay. The syrupiness is getting you. Yeah, isn't I don't. It? I don't yeah. like. I don't love syrupy. Yeah, it's um, it's very yeah, it's very syrupy. I really dig that about it. I really do. Uh, this is. Like I said, this is really taking me back to, like, the days of, like, very serious Imperial IPAs that were like this, that were super Mm. viscous and had these big, bold flavors, and this just kind of tastes like a blast from the past to me in a a good way. I mean, it's a very flavorful beer. Mm -hmm. It punches your mouth when you you drink it, and there's a very present bitterness, but I think the bitterness is warranted because there's so much flavor. I think it's it's balanced, you know, the mm-hmm. the bitterness kind of matches, you know, the level of syrupiness and the pine and that's good. Everything though. going on, but it's just I like I, it. I don't like real I don't like real syrupy beers. Yeah. Man. Okay. We got a good lineup here. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. So, I'm assuming we're all going to put the Ghost Walker as a zero, as I mean, it's not not fair to even... Well, I know. So let's just... Yeah, let's not even include that in the ranking, and we'll just say... because this is... It's actually good for non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, but it can't... You can't compare it to regular beer. No, no, no. Not at all. Not... Nope. Not in the least. Okay. I know my ranking. Okay, go go? Go ahead. You want me to go first? Okay. So my number four, unfortunately, is going to be this Equilibrium Henry Street Pilsner... Um, it is good. I like it. Like we said, we have a very nice lineup, but it's my number four. My number three is going to be the Lawson's Finest Liquids Little Sip IPA. Once again, quite good, but that's got to be my number three. My number two is the Westbrook Citrus Redacted, which is the Imperial IPA with citrus fruit added. Um, that's really good. Like I said, that's throwing me back on these really old school, awesome Imperial IPAs that I'd like to drink and play video games with. And that leaves my number one as the Dark by Alchemist, the Schwartz beer. That is an amazing Schwartz beer. I've never tasted a Schwartz beer that good or that interesting or that, um, complex. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a pretty mind blowing, really. So that's my number one. Okay, mine's a little different. My number four is the Westbrook. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I saw that <laughs> My number three is the Henry Street Pills. Okay. My number two is Little Sip. Okay. And my number one is the Dark Shorts. Whoa! Beer. So coming into this lineup, would you imagine that we would say the Schwartz beer would be no? Both of us. No. Yeah, exactly. That's. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So you never know. Yeah, you truly don't. So, thanks again, Kyle Norman. You are the man. Thank you also, Kelly. I know you have a lot involved with this. Sometimes you're with him for this stuff. Sometimes you just have to put up with the beer being in your house. I know always when we see you, you're like, thank goodness you're getting a bunch of beers. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you're getting like, more. <laughs> I know, we have fight over who's giving each other more beer. Yeah, pretty much. 
And hi to Olivia. Sorry we missed you in Gettysburg at Four Score Brewing, which was awesome, by the way. But um, if you guys want to have some beer on beer mail episodes, contact us, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out the Instagrams, which Rebecca is definitely yep. doing Brutal stuff. Brutal Battle with. Podcast. And if you could, uh, do, a, do a few things for us to pay us back if you like anything that we do. Rate us and review us on iTunes, because that helps us a lot with visibility, uh, or whatever podcatcher you use. But iTunes is the big one that kind of drives traffic at this point. Uh, and the other thing is just word of mouth. Word of mouth is huge. If you tell people, hey, there's this podcast I like. If you like craft beer, as a consumer, you will like this. So, But thanks. Appreciate it. You got anything? Nope. Just until next time. Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.